a listener production. Activate your internet. Because the Hamish and Andy podcast starts in three, two... Sorry, still buffering. One... Ahoy, everyone, and ahoy to my spike man, Hamish. Setting him and spiking him. <laughs> ahoy to my... a volleyball thing. Yeah, ahoy right, to my libro. I was, wasn't sure if it was in reference to my year 10 haircut. <laughs> yeah. uh, ahoy to my libro, Jack. Uh, I, actually, as somebody who's played a lot of volleyball, I was a spiker on my team, but ahoy, Andy. Yes. But now, and uh, Jack, you are simply a Libra. <laughs> Libra. Do, you, do you want to explain to everybody what a Libra does, Jack? Yes, on, I on... actually just explained was explaining to my wife during the Olympics. It is a player on the volleyball team who wears a different coloured uniform and they can stay in the back court all the time, whereas the rest of the team has to rotate through the front. Do you do you do the ro- do you do the rotation thing at an Olympic level? Do you? You do it. I thought that was just something you did at high school to give it a go. While you're playing Newcomb, where you can catch Which the ball, you, catch you still can lose twenty-one nil. Uh, uh, I really, th- I thought the rotation thing back when I played at uh, high school and primary school was yeah to give everyone a shot. No, nah, no, nah, one of the rules, except if you're the libero like Jack, who will stay behind his desk uh, and never. Of course, in Latin for panther, which so you prowl up the back. Why is it called the libero, Jack? Don't know that, Andy. Yeah. I don't know that either. But anyway, we've never been about looking into things or actual proper research on this show. What's our two main policies? A, we're very keen on volleyball. B, we don't look into things. (laughs) Hey, ahoy also to Talia. Hi, Hamish and Andy. It's Talia from Melbourne, and your podcast has been keeping me company at all hours of the night while feeding my newborn baby. As recommended, I started at episode one and look forward to hearing this message in a future episode. Oh, she's <laughs> uploading during F1. <laughs> and that's good. I wouldn't have thought she got it in before F200, but she's done it. Amazing, though, because she wouldn't, if she did start from F1, yeah. we only bought in the welcomes from our listeners, I think, at 41. No, no, people knew they were coming. I mean, we had some people celebrating the end of the Second World War who were, recording, who were recording the welcome. So people certainly sensed they were coming. Can we go back to volleyball for one second, Jack? We've got to get to AFL football. We do have to get to AFL football in a second. We've got a special guest that's joining us in a moment. But, Jack, you went to a high school that I know for a fact is very big into volleyball. Yes. That was your thing, wasn't it? We un- we weren't allowed to play really any other sport. We had one day to play Jack soccer. Jack went to a specialist volleyball school. <laughs> we went at basically. one day a year we could play soccer, one day a year we could play football, but uh, for every other day of the year we played volleyball. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? the one day a year. So what, like crazy pants day, you could play footy. <laughs> Why? We just, our school loved volleyball. There was actually, they really did. there was a few schools around the states, around the state who loved volleyball as much yeah, as It's like you're did. in your own federation. Is this, is this Q High? This is Q High, yeah. yeah. That's funny because I played volleyball at. Hope like, you beat them. No, no. <laughs> Hope you beat no, like, them. I would have played after, at after we finished our school. school and we had to go like after hours volleyball was to the specialist centre. It was played at well, Q we've High. Got, yeah, well, we've got friends of ours. Um, her son goes to Q High and he has made the, well, he made the team for the New Zealand trip. Did you ever make the New Zealand trip, Jack? Well, I, I went nationals, but we never went international. Ooh. Wow, must be nice. Um, oh, wow. Hall, we got, well, Hogs got banned because he threw the volleyball into an opposition's bat, person's back. Right. Uh, in a, in a, now, uh, and then we all thought when Hogs was banned, so they were like, well, let's just all sit it out. We can't keep playing. Yep. <laughs> and if you, a constant reminder that 
Hawks is, and what he'd done. If you besmirch the good name of volleyball at Q High, <laughs> I think you get your hands cut off. Yeah. <laughs> do and they still do that, Jack? I, I actually, by the end of it, and I'm probably like going to... Robin Hood. <laughs> I'll regret saying this, but by the end of it, I was anti-volleyball because <gasps> we played in a grand final and my coach, who was also the science teacher, yeah. uh, I guess he wanted to put his best team on and I didn't play one minute. I sat really? on the bench for the whole game. And then afterwards, MC, a guy, still my friend, said, hey, great game, mate. And I said, I didn't play. <laughs> <laughs> and so you turned your back on but volleyball. D- which defense, would be, isn't, in defense of his friend, though, Ham, yeah. he didn't say you played a good game. No, he just said, great, great game, mate. He, didn't. he said, did you hear about the good game? <laughs> so he did Jack, just say great game in general. Would that be like... Harry Potter turning his back on wizardry. Like, <laughs> it would. It was a waste of, sort of six like, years of my life. You went to sort of like the, Hogwarts, the volleyball version of Hogwarts. <laughs> now I have Hog read courts. <laughs> That's why you sat on the bench, you did court hog. <laughs> anyway. All right. Well, we we're covered to... off the number one sport in Australia. Can we cover off another popular sport, Ando? We can. AFL Before... footy. Before you get to your AFL, because yeah, yeah, yeah. you said to me, hey, Max Gorn, he's captain of the on, Melbourne on, Football Club's going to come on. For a reason, too, heading for into finals. It shocked me because I was like, really? Because a, a, an alert listener sent in this vision of Max Gorn post the Port Adelaide match where they won. Yes. This is the captain's post match speech. Have a listen. What a way to cap it off. It was a good song, too, wasn't it? Yeah, I don't, Eddie, I don't think you'll see a Melbourne team sing a lack of gusto song. Um, We've (laughs) been on the wrong end of a lot of uh, results over my sort of 10, 11 years. So um, that one had a bit of gusto and we enjoyed it. (laughs) I did see that at the time. Great. Well, we get a chance to ask him. We get a chance to ask him about that. Mm. All right, I have got Maxie Gorn joining us because, Ando, as well as as doing an amazing thing for the footy club I follow this year, the, the Demons heading into yeah. finals. You follow them every year. I follow them every year. I follow them every year, but he's done amazing things this year. Yeah. Yes, I'm not just rotating around. <laughs> Club I follow this week. Uh, they were lucky, I was lucky enough to get them. Uh, heading into finals, amazing season. Mm. Well, everyone's up and about. However, I have also had, you know, as well as being a fan of the game and mates with Maxi, yeah. um, this year I've had a, a extra exposure to AFL because it's my son's first year playing Auskick, yes. which is the, like the little league footy that, you you know, you play on the weekends. And things have gone up this year because they play matches. Yes. Last year, Auskick. Allowed to tackle yet? No, it doesn't come in for a few years. Now. Okay. A few years. Yeah, at the moment there's just a, a swarm of kids around you while you have the ball and you're given... <laughs> Sometimes up to a minute to decide what you want to do with the ball <laughs> by the breath. However, we've I've been on the sidelines. Bit of a disrupted season with COVID. We've still got a lot of footy in. Yep. And what's great about Kick is it's all the basics. Yes. Okay. Like, you know, you watch the AFL, it's super elite. It's one yes. percenters on one percenters mm. is where you're improving. You know, all the teams are so even. But at Kick. It's the beginning of the sport. Yes. It's learning the <laughs> basics of the sport. Now, as a D's supporter, very excited about finals. I wanted to get Maxi up because I've learned so much being on the sidelines of Auskick and sometimes you're even allowed to be the coach, but I've learned a lot from the Auskick coaches. Yes. I thought the critical thing heading into finals is don't forget the basics. Yes. Right? <laughs> so you've got a list. I've got of a them. list of things that I have heard throughout the season. <laughs> from the coach? From the coaches at Oz Kicks <laughs> right. to give to Maxi, the captain of the Melbourne Footy Club, mm. to just remind him, because they're playing so well, but just to not forget yep. the basics. We've got him up now. Maxi, ahoy. How are you? 
So, hoy, lads. I'm good. I'm good. I'm looking forward to this. Hey, thanks very much. <laughs> I just played the Grab a View poster, Port Adelaide. Uh, the song sung with Gusto. Uh, obviously, make sure you come into this show with the same level of Gusto, Gorney. Yeah, I, I don't think uh, Hamish should be able to say this as well. I don't think it will ever sing a song without Gusto Melbourne supporters yeah. slash players. Shan't. Shan't, yeah. won't. And, and, and may we sing it deep into September, Nancy. Yes. Also, I mean, a special shout out to Maxie, you own and bought yourself a Lost Touch with the Common Man t shirt. <laughs> I, I I have well and truly lost Lost Touch and and proud and, and a very proud lost, lost, lost Touch. All right, so here's what I want to do. And this, look, you know, let's be fair here to all the teams, all the AFL teams are heading into play finals. Good refresher yep. for anyone that's listening yeah, to. We know, all, we, yeah. we know we've got a lot of different footy players across different clubs that, mm. that do. We're lucky enough to have them listen to the podcast. And, and, and for my team that's not going to the finals, I think this is equally so as next important. Year, <laughs> let's look at take this into preseason, yeah. reset because it is about it's about the simple things, isn't it, Maxie? Yeah. I mean, you've got to just do the simple things right. Might I add that that, that Sonny is the most well-rounded Oz kick player I've come across. Yeah. Really, he, um, it's not about goals with him. He, he he constantly gets reminded by his old his old man that it's it's about effort, all about having fun, <laughs> all about, about fun. and being the best <laughs> yeah. teammate. It's it, you want to hear that when you go for the draft. He's a well-rounded player <laughs> and he loves having fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here is it. in no particular order. Okay. Maxie, you now, like, you know, get your captain's head on because I'm relying on you to then take this to the rest of the team mm. to disseminate this wisdom. Tender. Number one, number one tip. This is, again, legitimate stuff I have heard said with, you know, with gusto to the, to the under sevens, um, Auskick team. Number one tip, guys. Okay, Maxie. Yep. Please remind the team. No playing with the goalposts during the game. <laughs> <laughs> and don't push them over. Okay? Maxie, no, please. Noted. <laughs> okay? Because it's disrespectful to the other team. Yeah. And it just interrupts the flow of play. Yep. Okay? So yep. I do and not want to see... Equipment. And it damage the equipment. And, and it will break. They will break. break. If you keep doing it, they'll break. <laughs> Okay. Well, then you won't be able to play, Maxi. And, and so I just yeah. don't want to see that in any of the finals campaign. Yeah. No pushing him over. Mm. No, um, just keep your eyes on the ball. Mm. Keep your eyes on the play. Mm, good one. Um, <laughs> who is who is this coach? What a mastermind! <laughs> okay, number two. It is okay after you've scored a goal to pat each other and 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 I notice and pat each other on the bums. But when you start play up again, you have to stop patting each other on the bums. <laughs> 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 you, okay, because that, again, it's you're very, you're too distracted patting each other on the bums, yeah. and the other team's getting the ball and they're kicking goals because we're all patting each other on the bums. Is that fair, that, Maxie? Yeah, that one has been addressed uh, <laughs> at, at the professional leagues as well. Um, during play, make sure it's high five. Yeah, high five. <laughs> okay, yes. Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. Because it is. It, sometimes it's running on for the next two or three passages of play. Yeah. Everyone's still running around patting each other on the bums. Yeah. And then it gets short, like, like competitive, like <laughs> each other. Shorten your celebrations. Okay, that's yeah. good. This is probably in the same vein. Okay, Maxie, please tell the guys, it is great to be excited after a goal, but you do not need to sing the team song after a goal. <laughs> <laughs> we wait till the end of the match. I, I, I just don't think that. I, 
I I promote that. We we so we haven't we haven't sung the song much Hamish, in the last ten years. So I'm all I'm all for it. Okay. Opening well, opening minute. as long as it doesn't distract you for the next passage of play. You yes. can sing, sing it quickly then. Well, as, as you're jogging back to the centre, just a quick rendition. It's a grand little play. Um, okay, this is the important one too. Again, just just it really comes down to focus too. If you bought your own footy, remember have your name on it and take it home. <laughs> <laughs> Take it home, okay? Because it's not it's not Daniel's job yeah. to pick up your footies in the dressing rooms yep. and change rooms. Yep. Yeah, that's fair. That's okay. Fair. Do you bring your own? Do you ever bring your own footy to the match, Maxie? Uh, we we do seem to have an abundance of footies provided oh, to us. Must be very nice. Very nice. Wow. I wonder if Carlton doesn't have that. That's maybe, maybe where we've gone wrong. Um, again, yeah. a lot of these I'm realising now. The common thread is focus, which is critical in finals. Yeah. Uh, that's the the danger is you lose. You you know you can get distracted or whatever. It's like it's the time to ramp up your focus. This is a big one. This happened a lot of games. Um, and the coaches had to have a serious chat to the kids about this. We know that the sausage sizzle starts near the end of the game. <laughs> okay. But do not walk off the field <laughs> to get a sausage before it's the end of the game. Okay? <laughs> Promise me. Yes, I am. Um, at, uh, at, at Casey Fields, which is our VFL affiliate, they have the best bacon and egg rolls in town and they start getting them going around quarter time. Well, let's apply it to all foods then. Um, all, 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 yeah, you know, it's not just sausages. Sorry. I forgot no, at the I, elite level you would have different foods than just sausages. Yeah. Maxie, can you I promise me? you try to get a loophole on us here going, it's promise all me. foods. Promise me that you will not walk off near the end of the game for a sausage or a bacon and egg roll. I was prepared to do the sausage sizzle. I wasn't as prepared to go all food, but... Um, <laughs> Faking a hammy. I've got to go to the rooms. <laughs> We've crossed down to the rooms. I need the sausage. We <laughs> started the barbie early. Gone with a sausage. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us, mate. mate All good the luck. best for the final season. Uh, I'll be rooting for you now that my team's not not in there. But that's and that's all the coaching wisdom I've got. It's, so it's, I guess it's on you from here, mate. Can you um, somehow get out of quarantine in Sydney and come help us in the finals? Uh, I certainly can. I know we can. <laughs> certainly, <laughs> sorry, certainly can't. I will. I'm gonna. I'll head to Darwin and start um, quarantining now. Yes, and then come on as a surprise physio <laughs> to get somehow get an exemption. <laughs> Hey, it's time for. They keep coming in. Power moves. These are little things, devices you can use in your life, social life, business life, to give you the upper hand on any other individual. Life is what is what is living in a society if it is not a dance, a, a <laughs> cultural dance of status and mm. finding out where you belong. And these power moves, yeah. often through the use of. Assholery <laughs> boost you or can boost you or can take others down to a place that's yeah. where you think they should they more readily belong. I think that's probably more more often or not. It's rather than boosting you, it's a it's, check. It's, it's a level it, checker, lowering the status of others, yes. which is kind of like what we like doing in our band. Yeah, none of us like practicing, but well, we do got, like pointing out flaws from the other person. Ten thousand hours of practice <laughs> or ten seconds of sniping. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot easier to snipe. I'll kick us off. Jonah Ham uh, wrote this in. Power mood for you uh, at all office uh, situations. Wait till your target co-worker is in the middle of an intense or important meeting. Interrupt the meeting and say, your mum is downstairs with your lunch. (laughs) 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 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, this, this comes in from uh, Benjamin. Great one. He said, my partner had a high school teacher that used this power move to great effect. They would walk through the busy hallways at school shouting, hot coffee, hot coffee, hot coffee, whilst holding an empty mug. <laughs> he just wanted people to get out of his way. <laughs> really like it. Be a good one at the footy as oh, well, yeah. Bat. Any... Hot, 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 hot. Sorry, hot coffee. Hot, hot. Yeah. yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, lovely. Tim Bonza. Power move. When saying goodbye to someone, end with, and good luck for tomorrow. Well, have them thinking they've forgotten something very important in their life that's happening tomorrow. <laughs> Gee, I like that. Yeah. I think I'm going to use that. <laughs> It's just a great. It really just wrong foot someone. What do I got? Like a maths exam tomorrow. Um, this comes in from George. Power move submission, possibly in the dick move category, but mm. powerful nonetheless. Yes. This is from a friend of mine, nicknamed Tight Lips. <laughs> Doesn't go into why. When he picks up his girlfriend after she's had a long hard day at work, he will strategically go barefoot. When they need to go to the shops for food on the way home, his partner is forced to do the shopping while he gets to chill in the car, as our town has a shoes are compulsory in the shop's rule. I love that. Oh, didn't you know it? That is Got the old great. bare feet again. Oh, sorry, I wish I had my shoes. <laughs> Sensational. Gee, they've been good this today. Is good. This is good. Power move from the podca- uh, for the podcast this is from Jason Tamling. Whenever your friend tells a story that is somewhat impressive about themselves to someone else, at the end say, he's lying, that happened to one of his friends. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of these work, and I back this, a lot of these work on the fact <laughs> You know, like when, when someone's like, well, we just sue this person. And they're like, but they haven't done anything. We just tie them up in court. We yep. just tie them up in court. <laughs> exactly. When you go, when someone finishes a great story, goes, he's lying. It happened to one of his friends. Even if they go, no, no it didn't. didn't. It happened to me. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> We've tied you up in an argument. You've been slandered. Yeah, no, it's well, already the front page of the Daily Telegraph. This is a goody ando. Great. Especially, you know, for the last couple of years, we've all been watching a lot of TV. <laughs> Power move. When someone asks you if you're watching any good shows at the moment, tell them about a very boring, slow show, but tell them it gets really good and just stick with it. (laughs) (laughs) Jack, you've had a dog for a while. Mm -hmm. Dog man. I'd like you to tell me I'm whether not you've the had. Person with the dog. <laughs> it's not a superpower. <laughs> I'd like to tell me whether you've had an incident this bad. Right? I mean, I could help. I've got a cat. <laughs> Perhaps there's crossover. Okay, cat. you can tell me whether you had an incident this bad. Puss boy. I had a call for. <laughs> <laughs> Notice Andy almost played on. No. <laughs> no, no, no. That's not also another nickname that's not catching on. Um, these are the moments where I'm sure you've had them, and I, and I know that there's some parallels with kids and pets, but I'm sure you've had them where your partner's having a nightmare and you're away, like, with, with the kids. Oh, Beck, so they're Beck, having a tough time. Tough, tough time. Sure. Beck had an absolute shocker with the dog, and yeah. I was just, when she was telling me the phone, all I could think of was, was, was 
God, I'm glad I wasn't there in my head, but I had to go, oh, that's bad. But all I was thinking was, gosh, I'm so thrilled I missed this. You start, I mean, yes, kids and dogs are different, but you do, as time goes on, because you're new into this world of, um, you know, not everything going your way all the time, mm. which is what it's like to be single, but like new into this world of like having to have something else. I, I remember that with kids at the start, like you were like, oh, no, that sounds terrible, honey. But you quickly realize just if I'm having a terrible one with the kids, I was like, great, yeah. glad I wasn't there. Yeah. <laughs> then <laughs> exactly. if I've exactly. just got the kids and I'm like, oh, great, glad I got to sleep. You do. Yeah, you do. You take them any win. You just take them. So, Beck, there's a curfew for uh, Melbourne lockdown and Beck goes up to the wine bar to try and grab some wine at Quarter to in your eight, house, eight pm. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, up the road. Wow, to shop. must be nice to have a house so big that moving to another part of it breaks curfew. <laughs> it's considered a city. <laughs> to the wine bar shop. Gotcha. It's a shop called the Wine Bar where she's trying to get some wine before curfew. So it's a huge queue. People in their masks. Oh yeah, trying to get back. So she's run up there. She's got Henry the pup. Yeah. She's in the queue. Henry wouldn't stay at home. Well, she she was out with Henry. Didn't want to keep Henry in the car. Make her do a pill or something. Yeah. So she's got Henry. She's waiting to pay for the wine. Henry goes and does a wee in the store, right? Which is inside yeah. inside the store, which is annoying, but like, oh, well, you know. So Beck's like, hey, can I please have some napkins or a mop? Can I please sort this out? Yeah. The guy's like, yeah, no problem. But a lot of people are worried about this. As What's the deal with taking pups into a store? Because you're not really meant to take a dog into a shop, are you? Mm. Well, I don't know the rules in that. More and more stores uh, are allowing it. In fact, more and more restaurants and pubs, and there's actually going to change. They're actually changing the rules. So you bring your dog in. So yeah, even on commercial flights as of December, you're allowed to take a dog in Australia. Jeez, which is so it's really changing. But anyway, Hugh Jack dressing as a dog to get free flights. <laughs> <laughs> so Bex. I'm trying to mop up this wee. And the guy comes out and says, look, I'll do it, no problem. But as Beck was mucking around with that, the dog's got an upset tummy and does a very large diarrhea poo. Yeah, I know what diarrhea is. <laughs> Hard to do a diarrhea <laughs> wee. In another part of the wine store. And it really badly smells. And everyone is queuing up to get their final wine before curfew. And this is just holding up the thing. So the store... The dog then does another one. So now there's right. three areas of interest. <laughs> Squirt fest. For, Remember I told you that story of this happened. We saw the dog do, I saw a dog do a diarrhea when I was walking with Sonny. And yeah. then the guy went and got napkins. Yep. And I was like, what's this, Sonny? There's not enough napkins. This, guy's not <laughs> this guy won't be able to solve this. This is what Beck was saying. The, the store owner, or there's two guys working, one of them was like, "We'll don't worry, we'll do it. Because they just wanted to make sure they got all the people processed. Yeah. By the time. So Beck picks up the dog, has to apologize for her, pays for a thing, and then goes and leaves Does a runner. two booths in a wee <laughs> in a wine store, right? And this is what this is what blows my mind. This is where dogs do have a higher status in society than human yeah. beings. If your kid did that, <laughs> yeah, no everyone would be like, you are feral, mate. Yeah, this yeah. is out of control. But we're all like, oh, it's a dog. They can poo everywhere they want. Our, our world is a toilet for them. So Beck gets home very upset that she's left these people in this situation. She wants to call them and... and and they're not picking up to still apologize and so on. And what can she do? And she's put the dog down in the living room and she's wondering why the dog has got his upset tummy. The dog then goes to our rug and vomits, right? And Beck's like, what's, what's she vomiting up? She's got an upset tummy because she'd been eating her own poo. 
And the dog then How vomits up its own poo. It's own shit's Beck said it's the worst smell she's ever smelled in her entire life. Oh, I mean, maybe not, this is turning into a keep it or delete it because it's so gross. You're not, meant, you're not meant to eat your own shit. No, you're not. It's one of the laws of the animal world. Exactly. So suddenly Beck's met with the worst smelling thing she's ever, ever encountered. I know. Having to make left, poo smell worse is amazing, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. The, the dog started. And we figured out a way. Jack, have you ever Never even inca- come close? <laughs> does, does Luna eat her own poos? No, nah, she does eat c- cat poo, which is disgusting, <laughs> and you have to keep an eye on her. Would you rather her eat her own or some other cat's? Nah, ca- uh, cats. Eating your because own is ra- like, it is against the laws of the animal kingdom. It's sort of like, you're, really- eating, you're eating poo and it's kind of incest. Like, it's like, it's... But also, just for that question to Jack, purely on a supply basis, the cat's not around that often. Yeah. So. You'd rather yeah. have a thing for cat poo when you, a special treat for her birthday. <laughs> Mini Maltesers? Yeah, sort of. <laughs> Ando. Yep. Interesting email landed on my side. Usually mm-hmm. usually when we look at a special skill, they, they fall into two categories. We yep. immediately go, congratulations, you automatically, you know, you qualified for the Olympics. Yep. Um, gee whiz, we've never seen 100 in under five seconds. You're straight in. You don't worry about, <laughs> yeah. don't worry about going to the That's Queensland yes. state champs. Yes. We believe you to have the skills. Other times we go, okay, we're going to need to interview you a bit mm-hmm. to see if you can do what you say you can do. Mm-hmm. Which I think, again, we do often liken the special skills to the X-Men. Yes. And I haven't watched a lot of the X-Men movies, but I know they have a headquarters, don't they? Dr. Xavier's yep. the boss. Yep. Um, he's kind of like the principal. Yes. Is he of the school? Yeah, pretty much. And you're, you can't just call up and say, I'm this person and come and join the X-Men Academy without showing your skill, can you? Uh, well, could you, he's, could he's, you go, pretty, he's could, pretty inclusive, but you do have to No, but to you be... would have to demonstrate your skill. Well... Yeah, I eventually mean, you'd want to see the skill, or else you're just there of as a normal you human. Know, otherwise, if you just get fans calling up, going, oh, "My hands can turn into blades and fly off, zoom around the room, cut up anyone we want," then they fly back and become hands again. Yes. I just don't feel like doing it at the moment. But I promise you, sure, you do have after to spending some time in the, after hanging out, spending some time in the mess hall, hanging out with the fellas, getting to know everyone. I, yeah. you should take me on a mission and just really, you know. When the time comes, I'll do it. Yeah, he well, would go. That sounds great. But if you do want to stay here for free, free rent, free food, we would. I'd just love to see the hands trick. True, but <laughs> Doctor Xavier. Again, this is so boring. I'm sounding like Mike. No offense, Mike. The worst thing you could sound like. <laughs> Sorry, Mike. He's not, he's not. No, but like Doctor Xavier knows where all the mutants are, so he knows if you're a mutant before. You can't rock up. You could though. Well, you could, but he'd go, you're not a mutant. How do you know, mate? <laughs> well, he knows because he's got a thing called cerebral that he puts on his head and he can knows where every mutant is in the world. Okay. Fair enough. I didn't At know that. At risk of sounding like Mike. <laughs> okay. So he's got, he's, got, he's got a helmet that tells him where yes. all the mutants are. Yeah. So if you're helping yourself to a packet of twisties right, in the mess store, what are, what are they, he can put his helmet on and go, I knew it. <laughs> Hang on, this guy's just a regular person. He's just even the it. twisties. Yeah. I am here for the twisties. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But what, what about this? What if I go, mm, I'll, I'll, g'day, mate. My name's Wayne. I've got this thing. Uh, my hands can fly off. They can become blades. And before you say anything, yeah. my other skill is that I'm, I'm invisible from your helmet. 
<laughs> I've got a double. I'm a double mutant. So thinking yeah. of swinging past, I'm going to hang out for a while yep. and I'm going to come and live at the house. Yeah. Like, look, he's a very inclusive guy, Dr. <laughs> you do keep saying that. He'd, he'd probably welcome me, but I I think he'd question the uh, the ability to evade the helmet. The helmet. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so what we're doing now, the yeah, reason Mike, I bring it up is... What, what, you know, yeah, Mike doesn't know X, but I've looked up... You're was, looking to Mike for help. It's a bit too grown up for Mike. He's more of a Pokemon <laughs> Mario Kart guy. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Yes. Bit too M. Bit too M. Mike's yeah. our sort of our GPG specialist. Yes, isn't he? Yeah. Um, and that's not a bad thing. That's yeah. not a bad thing. Um, certainly extremely val- valuable for me as a as a parent. Oh, I mean, yeah. with a seven year old kid, I mean, just Mike's just one phone call away for anything we need to know. He's a professor. So, um, sidebar on that, Mike, we're mm. about to download the Sonic Mario Olympics on Nintendo Switch Ooh. and have a family tournament. Um, thumbs up, Mikey. Mikey's yeah, double thumbs up. Yeah, okay. great. Yeah, he's pretty excited about it. Look forward to some off-podcast chats with Mike about how to get better at Sonic Archery or whatever. (laughs) He he, he went to make his way in here and I just waved him (laughs) off. (laughs) Hold, hold, Mike. no. Hold, hold. We've got too far off track as it is. The last thing we need to know is a cheat code for Mario High Jump. Uh, and, and, okay. and, you know, go Yoshi in the swimming because his tongue can touch the wall first or something. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, sorry. The reason I say this is we've got, we've got another Michael, mm. um, another Michael who's written in with a special school. It's fallen to my side of the fence, and I, I, I want, I'm, you know, you and I, Dr. Xavier here, we put our helmets on, yes. <laughs> we identify Michael as someone that can do something, but we need to have the classic Dr. Xavier phone chat yes. before they're allowed to come and live at the X-Men house, mm-hmm. because I just wonder if this can indeed be done okay. consistently. Mm-hmm. Michael calls up, he wrote in extremely short email, special skill, peeling stickers off in one shot, no rips. Wow. No rips. Do you join us now? He joins us now for his classic pre-special skill screening. <laughs> Mike, how are you? Uh, ahoy, guys. How are you? Yeah, good. Mike, sorry ahoy. we took a little detour before getting to you. I understand you've been on hold. but You might, um, you might have just woken, <laughs> woken up wiping the dribble from your mouth and <laughs> checking the it's clock. A, here's oh my, my first, first question for you, Mike. Yep. With peeling the sticker off, do you use any outside lubricant? Oh, yeah, great. Oh, absolutely not. It wouldn't be a special special skill if you had to, okay. right? I just thought right. you were... Eucalypt, you know, eucalyptus oil is the classic, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. Um, well, there, there's other techniques you can go to, but no um, no, no uh, lubricants guaranteed there. What, okay. are, what are the other techniques? Well, um, you know, a bit, a bit of hand rubbing with the... Uh, get a bit of heat underneath there, just, you know, pure with your bare hands. It's got to be yep. bare hands bare to hands. be special. Wow. Sh- surely there are, I mean, there are some really stubborn... Stickers. Oh, yeah, I can't believe I bought a bucket. I bought a small bucket the other day, yep. and the sticker on top of that, I, I ended up having to wash it in the sink and yeah. scrape it off with steel wool. Yeah. I mean, it was that wild. So you would hate was, a, you'd hate a sticker on plastic, wouldn't you, Mike? You'd prefer your stainless steel. Oh, a couple of categories. Yeah, yeah. Um, glass is glass can be a bit tricky. Um, plastic on oh, the plastic. Oh, the Rego sticker. How annoying is that thing to get off when you peel oh. off the old? I've stopped trying now. Andy's seen my car. He's got three or four Rego stickers <laughs> on it. He hates it. I, I mean, I mean, that's that's where it all started as a young fella, you know, all the training, they get peeling the stickers off your dad's car and then uh, then working at the video store, you know, overnight to three days. Which, to... which video store did you work at? 
video easy of course oh, which really? is now replaced by a machine but did you <laughs> was, yes i was i was at a video easy too not in the vending machine i'm a bit too tall for that job but those, <laughs> did you michael i was at steal as many magnums ice creams as hamish did while on a shift uh, I can neither confirm nor deny. Um, <laughs> Mike knows. Mike knows. It was no the in inventory. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're actually still at the top of their game rentals wise. They just had just had a huge amount of leakage on the confectionery side of the business. <laughs> As a fifteen year old, fifteen and sixteen year old working at Video Easy, when you had to take the like overnight sticker off yep. and change oh. it to a three day or a weekly. That's tough. Yeah. It just, I mean, it's brutal getting those stickers. That's where I discovered the eucalyptus oil trick. To this day, if I smell eucalyptus oil, it immediately takes me back to video easy, Glenn Waverley. And you go and get and yourself a bag of ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> I immediately, I start salivating and my pants feel too tight. Well, well, well that's, that's, that's the main practice. Okay, Michael, I love this. I love this. I mean, uh, uh, what I just is, wanted to uh, ask you one other question. I just don't believe it can happen every time. No mm. rips. I mean, the thing about a rip with a sticker is once it's ripped a little bit, you know, you, you panic and it's all over. You know, it's yeah. coming off in several pieces. Uh, yeah, that is the undoing. Um, I'd have to say the, the nemesis is paper stickers on glassware. That is right. That that's the trickiest one of all. But um, what? Yeah, that's the that's the nemesis. Wow. Okay. So, um, if we put, so whereabouts do you live, Michael? Uh, Brisbane. Brisbane. Okay. So we've got to, obviously there's COVID going on at the moment. There's, it's hard to fly people down, which has been difficult for us. Yeah. But we, we'd want to see this in the flesh. I think. Ham. I think so. so. I think we'll I'll wait be for a window. Some, like to see. Yeah, I recently bought some um, some little coffee cups. So you're right. The glass, the sticker on the bottom of the coffee cup, mm-hmm. like these are little glass coffee cups. Okay. And that thing's been through the dishwasher like three or four times, and the sticker's still on there. Oh, a little bit of edge preparation comes in handy sometimes, but edge, um, oh, here we go. Edge prep. This is what I wanted to hear. Andy. This yeah. is why. This is the. This is the level I wanted to hear. Um, what's Michael, your nails? What's your nails like, Michael? Yeah. Is, it a, is it a fingernail heavy game? I did get a little bit worried because I literally chewed them all off last week, and I thought, oh, this could be bad timing. But fingernails have got to be prepped. Um, yep. it, or if it's a you know rectangular, obviously you know a bit of starting at the corner and a good good bit of tension, but. Um, Round ones, uh, maybe a bit of edge prep so you can yeah, find the weak spot to get in there and, and make it happen. Will you will you circulate the whole of a round sticker just to find its its little chink in its armour if you feel mm, a little bit like more... a sperm going around the egg? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. If it's a tough one, you've got to do a couple of laps. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone glossed past the analogy quite fast, but it does work. <laughs> okay, Michael. Hamish and I, when we were 19, used to drink at this pub and we used to park uh, next door to it out the back uh, and they put up a huge sign that said, anyone who parks here will get a hard-to-remove sticker placed on their windscreen. That was the threat. That was the threat. And and we knew we were parking overnight because we're obviously on our P's, so we'd park out the back and it was just a... That, it was much easier to we two car it in, mm. park out the back, get the hard to remove sticker on. You knew you were going to cop the, the <laughs> HTRS, yeah. and then you know cab home, yeah. and then we'd catch public transport back in the morning and and get the car with the sticker. Huge sticker across your whole windscreen. So you couldn't drive around with it. Huge yeah. sticker. You wouldn't be scared at all by that threat, would you? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Free parking. Here we come. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we had a chisel from mine. Didn't yeah. we chisel it off? We had we had a little well, a little um, a paint scraper. 
Yeah, that's what yeah. it was, paint scrubber. Uh, yeah. And we and it like it, it I suppose if you're someone that's in a hurry, it would yeah. bother you. But, yeah, but uh, we weren't in a hurry as an idea. We're still not in a hurry now. <laughs> <laughs> We've lost twenty years of our lives not in a hurry. So it actually just gave us a fun little activity to do. <laughs> Michael, we're gonna book you in. We'll work out when it's a COVID safe time to get you down. We want to see this in the flesh and uh, we'll place three, four items in front of you, um, yeah. varying degrees of difficulty. And let's go with three. Yeah. And uh, if you get all of them off, um, should we? are we getting three from three, guys, do we think? I think we are, yeah. yeah. I would like uh, one of us sitting there, and Mike, when you've, when you've removed the sticker, you put it on one of our heads. <laughs> and so then yeah, yes. at the end of it, we'll have three clear items and a man with three stickers on his face. Or does he collect uh, the set, go, Hamish, Jack, Andy? This is, yes, if we all have a sticker on our face, face <laughs> then he has walked away with a coin. I like it. See oh, you then. I hope this happens and it's not a Peter out. <laughs> Sounds good, guys. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Okay, I'm going to ask of you guys, this is without notice, <laughs> mm-hmm. to name, and I, I, up, up to you how much shame you want to place on, <laughs> on the company that I'll ask you to name. Yep. You can also name and praise. Oh. It could be name, praise, and shame, because that's okay. what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, we all know we live in a world of too much unrequested email, right? Yes. Too much spam. Yep. I mean, I wake unsolicited up every email. unsolicited email. You like you sign up to buy something. We all know it. You know, we're all just and then they are selling it in the back end and before long. Like, I just feel like I wake up every morning mm-hmm. and and I go through patches where for like a full month I go every morning I'll, I'll I'll try and delete, I'll try and unsubscribe, I'll go deep, I'll try and rip these weeds out by the root. Yep. And you just can't get ahead of no. It feels like it actually reminds me. I haven't watched this. I think you have, Jacka. You're a fan of the the Walking Dead, aren't you? Uh, yes, I've seen a few seasons. I just yeah. feel like it's a zombie movie. Every morning you wake up and the garden's like full of zombies and you go, right, today, yeah. heads are coming off, yep. 50 cows through the blunt brain, yeah, yeah, yeah. just stabbing them with pitchforks, decapitate yep. everyone. Mm-hmm. We've done it. Big day, everybody. Go to sleep. You wake up in the morning, there's 100 more zombies yep. in the front yard. It's just a relentless yep. onslaught. There are, and then there are some companies that stick in your inbox, right? Mm-hmm. And this is the thing I want to want you to, guys to give me on because unsubscribing doesn't seem to work for these companies. No. Somehow they like w- weasel their way yep. through. Yep. For me, it's a company called Catnets. Okay. Now, I, I salute you, Catnets, and mm. I'll give you a, I'll happily, as a customer, give you a plug. If you have a space in your house or garden that needs a net that a cat, <laughs> that a cat cannot get through. Yeah. Go to Catnets. Yeah. <laughs> they they do what they say they'll do. Yep. They sell nets that are cat proof. <laughs> I bought too net too much. I bought quite a lot long. I just mm-hmm. needed a small amount of cat netting. I think I bought five meters. And the rest is sitting in the garage. That is annoying. But who knows when I might need to net another gap. Thank you, Catnets. I appreciate the work you've done for small gauge <laughs> hole nets. nets. It's up, it's zip tied on, cat can't get out. But forget about the emails. Catnets. Yeah. You must understand. <laughs> for your customers, it's a one time thing. Yeah, exactly. We don't, it's not yeah. a recurring use. You're not shaving cream, you're not face wash, mm-hmm. you're not toothpaste. I don't need a new cat net every week. If I did, <laughs> what sort of company would you be running? You'd be selling terrible nets. I would be down, but my cats would be escaping all the time. It's a one off thing. Yep. Okay. It's like you, we, we had an affair. Yep. It, it happened. And, and you won't let it go. We were in Ibiza or whatever. <laughs> you can't text me then the next week and go, my grandma's 90th this week. Would you like to come with me? It'd be nice for you to meet the family. No. <laughs> no, no it was such a, we had a crazy thing. That yes. was it. 
I'm not sorry. Right. I'm not s- supporting affairs. I mean, more yeah. like a one night stand <laughs> if you're a single person. I'm not saying it's totally legit to just have affairs. Yes, but what I'm saying is, it was a one time thing, right? So cat nets. I feel like I've unsubscribed and and, and they keep getting the cat nets. They're just at me, mm. and I. You can't get outside. You can't. You can't. I'm in their escape net. Escape their net. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mine is a app called SketchUp. I bought it once because I was trying to get the dimensions for a carport. <laughs> yep. <Another laughs> and I thought, it, it's like a 3D modeling software, isn't it? Oh, yeah, do you know to, yeah, I tried yeah, to yeah. use it when we were doing our house, but it was too difficult to use. Yeah, exactly. So you like, <laughs> so you, oh, you take photos and it tells you. The, no, 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 you, you guys basically make it from draw scratch. it yourself. Oh, wow. And, and you, 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 you put your wall, like basically I said, oh yeah, wall would look good there. Mm-hmm. Another wall there. And maybe I could put some drawers there. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, that looks exactly what I want. And, and, uh, and I sent it off to the builder, right? I did that five years ago. <laughs> SketchUp. Sketch like, yeah. Is hopefully they know I haven't opened the, the, the app ever That's again. You'd, love to like, tell I just, them. you'd be like, I'll give you permission for my data. Yeah. Look how much I use. <laughs> okay. Look how much. Go on. Just have a, have a squeeze. You'll be shocked. No, you have a I'm not a happy customer. No. It didn't work for me. It's not for everyone. Nothing's for everyone. Yeah. I'm sure you got a lot of customers. It's for them. I loved it on the day. Wonderful but I did for it, one, I, but one I did time thing. Yeah. It's not what I think about every day. No. So please, please stop telling me this is that, uh, that, that I can join an interactive conference about the new features <laughs> yeah. of SketchUp. I'm loving this. Because I'm not going to. Oh, I'm loving it. Jack, who's your verbal unsubscribe to? All right, Hamish, yours, you're, you're actually responsible for the one that comes in my inbox still six <laughs> years later. Oh, you no. very kindly purchased, gifted me my wedding suit when I got married from a place called P. Johnson. Now, the suit was great. <laughs> but Patch, yeah, they make great suits. Yeah. Their unsubscribe button... Do not work because still <laughs> six okay. years later they say, "Hey, are you thinking of buying a new suit? Here are the well, new suits." Time. Got <laughs> you know, you're married now. Maybe you got a new job. You know, how's everything working out in that marriage? You're looking after your partner. Yeah, they've got the wrong person. Yeah, yeah Jack. I mean, Jack yeah, is yeah. never. And, and can I just say, I mean, without disclosing the price, Jack's not buying these. <laughs> He's not going back there. And good suits. Hey guys, it's Mike here from the behind the scenes team of the Hamish and Andy show, reminding you one more time that the final episode of Hamish and Andy's Remembering Project season two is now live. You can also catch all of season one wherever you podcast, just type in Hamish and Andy's Remembering Project wherever you're listening to this. This week for the final episode, the boys revisit a journey that spanned several years and involved Andy's private parts. Tackle talk. Oh yes, you're... Penis. Yeah. So I had ruptured my urethra at a young age and it was slowly closing off. I'd have two surgeries. One of them woke up, quite intrusive, obviously, woke up, nurse goes to me, how are you feeling? I was like, great, how we go? She goes, didn't work, which was a shame. Yeah. Um, I said, well, how come? <laughs> we just got distracted. <laughs> you got distracted. <laughs> we, we, we just opened I'll up. I played on a finger. Sorry, we opened up your ears. <laughs> So that's it. Season two of The Remembering Project is done. And if you haven't binged them all yet, there are 40 episodes of quality remembering waiting for you. Season one and season two, wherever you podcast. And as always, we'll see you next Thursday for another ep of the regular Hamish and Andy podcast. See you then, guys. Thanks again for listening. 
Thanks for listening. The Hamish and Andy podcast will return next week. Catch up or contribute at hamishandandy.com. Listener.